I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 158. Today with my guests John and Matt from the Mac Brothers out of South Philadelphia. They are an alt-rock duo, and they say their sound is kind of inspired from 2000s indie rock and 90s brick pop. Uh, they just released two new songs as of September 30th. Uh, one is called There Goes My Baby, and the other is called Just a Summer Away. You'll hear both of those, uh, respectively, on this episode in a moment, but uh, I talked to the guys for a while, and we had a pretty fun conversation about all sorts of random stuff, uh, including our mutual friends from Philly, uh, Van Bees, and uh, also Scoopski. Um, the guys also mentioned that they have their own YouTube show called The Mac Brothers Podcast, and I linked that to the episode notes as well as their music so if you like it you could definitely uh, check it out wherever you stream stuff but uh, regardless uh, wherever you're listening from hopefully you yourself are doing all right out there as we move into fall uh, thanks for supporting local music and local art and all that stuff um, in personal news and notes uh, I will be playing with my buddy Matt in Frederick Maryland on Friday night at the Agave 137, uh, that's probably about 7 to 9, and then uh, Saturday I will be playing with the Big Laird Band out at Harper's Ferry Brewery, uh, 5 to 8, so it should be a fun uh, Western Maryland type of weekend, and then uh, last two things I gotta mention is Part-Time Rockstar Productions is up and running if you need any uh, live shots, music videos, Instagram content, anything like that, you can hook it up. And then uh, Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of the DMV is the sponsor of the show. Truly Strings Guitars is definitely the greatest guitar shop in all the land, and I take all my guitars there. So you can definitely uh, check out Steven's uh, place on Instagram at Truly Strings. And the song you're about to hear is called There Goes My Baby. But without too much further ado, we'll get to the conversation with Matt and John of the Mac Brothers. your guys names so i know who's who again i don't know how your screens look like i'm matt today, and that's but, john but matt and john okay i have the matt fuller john has the fuller beard gotcha yeah right. cool i'm in the dark 
Uh, yeah. And uh, you guys are from around the, the DMV? Or... South Philadelphia, to be precise. Okay, South Philly. Yeah, I uh, have to apologize. Sometimes I do forget where everybody uh, emails in from or messages in from. Um, did I message you, or did you guys message me? We we I, we are friends with uh, Bees and oh, okay. Skutsky. The old Bees and uh, yeah. we've actually been wanting to do your pod for a while. It's, it's like a it's like one of the um, at least in in the like in our circle of friends, it's like yeah, that's like who follows you know that's like the number one followed podcast. That's that's you awesome. Know, not like Rogan. So, <laughs> yeah. so we were we were pretty excited yeah. to. Uh, I think we d. I actually think we DM'd you when we 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 our first band was the 1940s. Yeah, and I think we DM'd you then, and then our shit got hacked, and uh, yeah, it was a whole thing. But um, but yeah, that's we're cool. we're happy to be on now. They were out to get us, man. They hacked our shit. Yeah, yeah. I've been wondering about that. Like, how easy is it to hack an Instagram account? But uh, I don't know. That's a different conversation, probably. I think that's a different podcast, the mm-hmm. Dark Darknet Diaries or something like that. But um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but no, that's awesome. That's uh, high praise, or that's cool that uh, you know uh, this podcast is floating around in your guys' friends circle. Bees are obviously awesome, and I recently met uh, Scoopski as well uh, mm-hmm. at the last uh, event we did in uh, Lancaster, MPA. Yeah, that looked that looked it looked really cool. Um, yeah, I'm hoping we could do it again. Lank, I, we we were actually just near Lancaster. We were in uh, what is it, Earl East Earl? Yeah, something like that. We were at Sh- Shady Maple Smorgasbord. Yeah, never, that never place is, Shady that place is that place is ridiculous. I don't think I've, I've been up there, but uh, so it's the it's best, a ridiculous place. It's the best breakfast puff buffet you oh. ever. Uh, oh, your cat! Your cat! Uh, oh, just appeared. Creamsicle just appeared. <laughs> it's the best uh, breakfast buffet in, in all of Pennsylvania. Gotcha. So after a nice, uh, nice night out, a little hungover, check in there probably. Yeah. Yeah. You probably oh, shouldn't my even. God. You probably shouldn't even go to sleep because you got to get there yeah. early. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's all ran by Amish people, so it's open at like. Well, it's open at. They don't open but... too early, but you, if if you're coming from Philly, you gotta you gotta leave early. Yeah, that actually gives me like flashbacks to uh, when I was working twenty four hour shifts and get off like relatively early in the morning and like be hitting the diner. Sometimes we've just been up all night, um, so kind of used to that life yeah. in some ways. But. uh did you leave that life behind? <laughs> yeah, I left those shifts behind. I think it broke my brain a little bit or something. The sleep deprivation definitely started messing with me. So, yeah, they're brutal. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's cool you guys know Bees and, and Skoopsky, obviously. Have you guys any played shows together, or are you guys just kind of friends on the internet? Or like, So we never, we never popped our Skoopsky cherry yet, right. but we've played with Bees multiple times. Okay. Um, we really, you know, uh, it's really a different but great one-two punch. Us and bees playing live together. Yeah. Because we're we're a little bit more, um, like pop 
bait. We're we're a bit more Beatles, yeah. and they're a little bit more like. Um, what, what would you compare them to, Matthew? Like if I feel like, you know, I actually kind of sometimes get Zappa vibes from bees. Like if now Cool Mac Green Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they have a very eclectic sound. Yeah, I think Mike just has one of those like truly unique voices that like really uh, kind of stands out from the crowd. I always feel like it's like Everclear or like one of those like '90s bands that just. Mm-hmm. I told him I think the yeah. first time I I talked to him I was like, I swear, man, like one of your songs could have just been snuck into like the movie American Pie in the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. And oh like, yeah, definitely. And like nobody would question it or notice it as being out of place. It would sound like you know mm-hmm. probably the rest of the bands on there. So it's cool, but yeah, no, I was checking out all your guys' uh, catalog today. Um, obviously, Fourth of July is the uh, the latest and greatest. I guess I can't tell on Spotify if that came out on Fourth of July or not. If that was a it did the plan, it did. Okay. It did. It did. We're actually, ironically, I think when we first were putting the release date together, I think we were going to put it out on uh, July 3rd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, said, I was like, John, I think we should just put it out on the 4th of July. Yeah, because I think the 4th of July was just, we, we try to put everything out on Fridays just because yeah. that seems like the norm. I don't know why, though. I think we should just not listen to that. Is there a reason? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they say maybe it's more likely... It- be picked up on playlists, I guess. I've also heard like Tuesday is a popular day to you know release stuff. So nothing's going. Nothing's really going on on Tuesday. I don't know. There's some like old record industry quirks too that are behind some of the strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there is a strategy anymore. I think it's um, if you know some dude who has like a big ass playlist somewhere, just go give him like five or ten grand, and you're on. And uh, you're good to go, but unless you have that hookup, then uh, yeah, you're kind of screwed. Throwing it into the wind a little bit, so um, everything is monetized, you know. Yeah, I just got to get the bot farm going or something. Um, although I've heard like one of the bands down here, um, Bally, who uh, the dude's pretty cool. He's saying like a lot of his friends when he releases an album, they just put the album on while they sleep, like. Obviously, just turn it off, but mm-hmm. just let it play through the discography. Yeah, yeah. It's like their own bot farm. Yeah, it's like a organic bot farm. Uh-huh. I think we did. We did. I think we did that with one song when we were the 1940s, and it, I didn't see no difference. Like I, I wasn't like, what am I worried about? Fifty extra. Oh no! You need like thousands. Yeah. To make a dent. So you need like oh. an army of your friends out there doing it, and uh, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that's unlikely. That's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But... I left my army of friends behind. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, I mean we can definitely talk about the uh, song itself as well as kind of the uh, the few others that are up there. Um, was there a particular story behind that song, Fourth of July? Um, or was that uh, just some? I don't know. They've been John. What's the, what's the what's the story? Well, I think lyrically, uh, there's not much of a. There's just that you know, it's just about trying to get out of this whatever shithole you're in to get to a better shithole. But um, 
So like the different different side of Philly, basically. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're you live in Southwest Philly. And you're trying to move to Packer Park. <laughs> musically, musically, it was actually the first riff Matthew ever made when when he oh, was nice. thirteen. It was now thirteen years ago because my birthday was Saturday. Yeah, so thirteen uh-huh. years ago that riff was created. It's, and... as old, it's, it's half as old as me. Yeah, cool. and uh, it, I I feel like it was probably, well, at the time it was, of course, he was the only thing ever made, but it took years and years for my act, my songwriting to catch up to the the level of riff, the maturity of the riff, right? And um, so, like, we had it. We we actually have a demo of the original version on Spotify that um, shows the difference in. I mean, it was just—it's night and day, really. But um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I—I I feel like um, I, I forget how I explained it. It's like it has the—it has the body of a arena rock anthem, and it, but it has yeah. the soul of a twenty-year-old that don't want to live in Southwest Philly anymore. Yeah. And um, I didn't clarify but obviously you guys uh, are brothers right yeah or, yes yeah I'm sure that was just the band name we're but... legitimate as far as we know we're brothers i was gonna say you look pretty similar there so don't <laughs> think it'd be too much yeah stretch, we didn't but... we didn't bother with the uh, dna test yeah mm-hmm. i think you're probably but down the line maybe probably we could, good there we could do like a gimmick we could do like a gimmick dna test and say like Oh, it's a big fraud. The Mac brothers aren't actually brothers, and we can make a whole media spectacle of it. Yeah, I, just, I, don't, I probably wouldn't want to like out your mom like that, just in case you never know. It'd be a whole <laughs> thing, probably. So uh, she would like it. She she would like the attention. <laughs> oh, fair enough. She would have fun. Yeah, that's cool. She uh, would think we're being serious. She go. I don't know why they're doing this. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't do that. <laughs> is the is the whole family gang still all up in Philly? Is that where you guys like are from and and the whole nine or were you like transplants? No, nah, whole we, nine. The whole nine. Yeah. We're all we're all we're all from here, uh born and raised. Diehard. Um uh, you know, Eagles, Flyers, oh, or sports wise? Phil- yeah, Phillies yeah. Or, yeah. Any Philadelphia team we I'm root not a, for, we're hometown boys. I'm not a baseball guy too much. Yeah. Um, but like the Phillies would be my default baseball team. But I'm three for three for the rest. Yeah, it's cool. I actually uh, used to work at Wells Fargo Center. Right on. Like I've met a lot of the players that I. I met most of the players, but I met all the players. There's the rest of your face. Yeah. I was lounging. I'm lounging. What era uh, the teams were you dealing with? John's talking. John was, John was talking like us. John was like, yeah, the story behind the song is... Uh... <laughs> yeah. For people listening, this is... Uh, you can't see the video, but for a little while, it was like we're just looking at John's eyes, like half of his face there. <laughs> oh, so, see, I, since, I thought, since I saw there was video, I was like, oh, I guess this is going to be a video podcast, too. Yeah, sorry. I usually send that in the email, but just I record the audio. Some too. You did, Matt. Oh, cool. Read it. That's fair. Well, I thought it was <laughs> going to be an audio call, and now it's a video call. 
in I, my de- in Matthew's defense, um, back to what you were saying, John. I'm sorry. I think me. Well, I'm I'm 29 and Matthew's 26 now. So, yeah. or you're 27, ain't you, Matthew? I'm 28. No, that's serious. John, how I John, how, how many years younger than you have I been my whole life? <laughs> <laughs> Your whole life. How how much younger than you have I been? I guess. All right. So you're 26. But we have the same. <laughs> yeah. We have the same. We we like the same era of teams. So, um, yeah, I was just saying, like, what years were you working at Wells Fargo? Where like, uh, what uh, era of teams would you have been seeing? Like, what players? So, if you're a mm. Sixers fan, I was there for Michael Carter Williams' rookie year um, when he won Rookie of the Year. Uh, my first Sixers game was actually when he. I'm lying to you. Drew Holiday's last year was my first year there. So 2013, um, I think. Yeah, 2012-2013 season. And up until COVID, it's I worked 2020, there. right? Yeah. 2012 to 2020, I worked there. Gotcha. It's cool. So yeah. a lot of really bad Sixers teams and a lot of uh, average, disappointing Flyers teams. Well, they did have the cup run there for a bit. Can't remember what year that was, but two thousand and ten uh, they went to the cup. Uh yeah. but I so wasn't you weren't there. working there. Yeah. Two thousand and twelve they had a crazy playoff series against Pittsburgh. Oh right, I remember that one. But it but it yeah. was the it was the two thousand eleven, two thousand and twelve season. So it was mm. the year before I started there. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I'm really more of a, a DC, Baltimore sports fan myself. So, obviously, like Caps and what once were the Redskins or the Ravens or whoever, but uh, the Commanders they gotta pay Lamar. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. He's like they gotta uh, pay him. They should have paid him already. I know. I feel like he's like Baltimore's version of RG three a few years ago. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah, everything's great until someone blows a knee out. Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want to jinx him, but kind of, you know, as as watching RG3 for a little while, I was like, hmm, we'll see how she goes, but... Well, now he's got Carson Wentz, I mean, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, I barely watch... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I barely watch uh, football anymore. <laughs> Sad story mm-hmm. around here. But, um, Ravens are fun to watch, for sure. So, um... But anyway, I guess back to the music, probably. Um, I will say that, like, so many of my favorite bands are from Philly. I mean, right now, I'd say the one kicking the most ass is, like, the Menzingers, at least in my world. Like, the sort of uh, punk indie rock world. And then, um, I always grew up listening to a band called Mischief Brew, which was in, like, the folk punk world. So I never heard of Mischief Brew. Um, that sounds very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say it pretty seriously, but, like, they actually were my favorite band up until uh, the singer unfortunately died. But uh, mm. I would come up to Philly to uh, to see shows for bands like that. So I've always liked liked the city for that reason. I felt like you guys always had just, I don't know, especially in the punk world, I feel like, especially. But, I mean, mm. just tons of good music. You a Dr. Dog guy? No. Is he from Philly? Dr. Dog is from Philly, and they're probably, they're definitely my favorite Philly band besides us ever. Yeah. Um, 
but they're they're like they're great. I mean, they're they're like the Beatles and Beach Boys of like West Philly. Awesome! I'm giving them a it, follow now. I'll definitely check yeah, they're out. they're insane. They have a ton of music. They actually just retired they, from touring. It's really depressing. Well, they don't have to tour to play Philly, right? Theoretically. Yeah, technically. <laughs> but I think they're done but, playing live forever. Yeah. Really yeah. I was at their third to last show. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Philly just... I, I don't know. There's something about that city that just produces, like, really crusty, real music to me. It's always what I think of it. It's just, like, there's no fakeness. Maybe Baltimore's kind of similar. They're very working-class cities. But I've always liked that. Because if you... um. You sit around all day like us Philly people, and you're just miserable all the time. You know, you have nothing better to do. You have to make something. I don't know, man. I feel like mass holes are, are more miserable than just about everybody. Mass holes? Mm-hmm. Wow. people from Massachusetts? Yeah. I love that. That's a whole... That's a... You just blew my mind. I mean... <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people I know from Boston uh, address themselves as that. For a reason. There's just a lot of pent up something. Do you find it a common thread that people that are that are from Boston or Massachusetts or that area are just so into Boston and Massachusetts? Like they just love oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah. Like like sure. th- like like way more than I love my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely a thing up there. Uh I don't claim to understand it. But I uh, I don't either. I just I'm just trying to connect the dots here. Do you know what I mean? Like why yeah. why is this happening? I guess that's another time for a sociology podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why people do what they do? Yeah, like Philly gets a bad rap for being like angry, I guess. But honestly, I think maybe New York or Boston probably take it up a notch. I, I just get angry even looking at New York. I get angry. <laughs> you know, my least favorite, one of my least favorite songs, and I'm a Jay-Z guy. I'm a yeah. big Jay-Z guy. But I never, ever, ever, I'd rather shit in a hat and wear it for the rest of my life <laughs> than hear Empire State of Mind ever again. Yeah. It's the worst Is that song. the New York shit? They yeah. With Alicia Keys in the chorus? Don't give a fuck. Is Alicia Keys from New York, by the way? She has to be. I don't know. She wouldn't sing that, right? Let's. I don't know. I have. I have the Google machine. I'm gonna figure it out. I fucking hate that song. Yeah. Well, I think like cool. A cool thing, unlike sports, where it like kind of divides people a little bit between cities. Uh, music like kind of unifies them a little. You know, especially if you get to play in them or get to go see a band. You know, in them and kind of like it gets to be fun rather than just straight up hating each other. It's like we can make we can make fun of each other's sports teams and whatnot, but like at the end of the day, it's, at least musically, it's cool because you can kind of feel like you can support each other a little bit, you know. I feel like it's even more prominent in Europe, where all the soccer fans are absolutely crazy and they're yeah they have their they're starting like huge fires in the stands. I guess this also <laughs> happens in like all over the world, but they're like yeah. they're nuts. Like they're you know they they have all these flags and all these chants and they're crazy. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Well, I guess you know if you go to an Eagles if you go to an Eagles game, I guess they do everything short of starting fires. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure they would let you go, or if they let you guys start fires, there'd be plenty. It'd be like mm-hmm. Woods, Woodstock '99 out there or whatever. Did you see that documentary? 
Oh, it was amazing. Dude, that documentary was fucking crazy. Yeah, that was great. I know, I John, know. have you seen the Woodstock 99 documentary? You gotta watch it. No. You, any, like, anyone that even considers himself, like, a little bit of a music fan has to watch that documentary. Yeah. Is that the meme where Fred Durst was saying something like, it's not our fault? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> I've seen it on Twitter, but... He basically incited a, 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 a riot. <laughs> yeah, and then he got off stage and was like, it's obviously not our fault. <laughs> that, was, that was great. Who <laughs> went after his, like, Sheryl Crow or something, like, followed yeah. them up? It was something crazy. <laughs> or the next, no, the next day they had, they had Jewel play. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was like a super... They opened the, they opened the show with James Brown. Does anybody... Are either of you Jewel fans? I don't know if I can name one of her songs, honestly. Yeah, me neither. I don't so, know anything uh, about her. There's one song that I know that's really famous. Uh, uh, you were meant for me, and I was meant for you. That song? Yeah, it's, it's like just top, a little, top song on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, but, I think it was re-recorded. I think there's a conspiracy going on. It's not the... There's a Jewel conspiracy? It's not the fucking original. I don't remember it sounding like that at all. And usually I can pick up... Like, I, I'm a goofy dude, but usually I can pick up on those kind of things. So you think the original version of the song was written by her, but just re-recorded later? I the think she re-recorded... She re, I think she re-recorded that song and maybe all of her songs. That's I don't possible. know any of her other songs. Like but, T-Swift? Yeah, but... I don't know if she did it for... I don't know why she did it. Yeah, I mean, that sounds... Who knows? I mean, that's a pretty simple theory overall, I would say. Like, uh, one of my favorites is probably, like, Avril Lavigne. And how she's either, uh, like, a CRISPR baby. Or she's a doppelganger. Like, the real... (laughs) There's all these theories about all these famous people all the time. So, you could just sort of pick one. But it was... It is kind of strange how, like, Avril in particular like kind of made a resurgence and then also hasn't aged it kind of makes you wonder <laughs> like the pharrell pharrell's like 600 years old yeah i guess i haven't heard that theory but i like it there's like there's like paintings of like there's like paintings from the 1600s and it's i mean it is pharrell without <laughs> a doubt and i think yeah. it, there's like a couple different like examples of like these not normal looking people, or these distinct looking people, I should say, yeah. that are exactly painted from like 500 years ago, and yeah. I, I like that shit. I mean, could just be a El- long, long lineage that's just somehow <laughs> found its way down without people really changing too much. But just like the the, the chupacabra. Yeah, exactly. Matthew, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Do you have one? My favorite conspiracy theory? Like, actual cons- favorite conspiracy theory or goofy favorite conspiracy theory? Actual. I want to know actual, what you think. Actual? The, the JFK assassination definitely definitely has some, uh, some raises some questions. Yeah. That's a deep hole. I think it does. A there's a lot of There's sure. a lot of inconsistencies with the JFK assassination. <laughs> 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 there are. I believe. <laughs> you. Yeah, with, there are. With, and let's without, go, let's talk about the Lincolns. Yeah, with that was a good one too. Without going too far into it, I did think 
I heard recently that they were supposed to release some documents on the JFK assassination, which was at least 50 years ago now, right? Maybe more. Yeah, I think it was. And there was some... Um, or maybe next year it'll be 50 years, I don't know. Right. I mean, it was in the 60s, so... I'm roughly 63. Doing so it should have been, by now, 50 years. Oh, next year will be next year will be sixty sixty years. Yeah, I think, right? I thought there was some stipulation in the doc, like some documents were supposed to be released after fifty years, and when that came up, they were just like, "Nope, we're gonna keep them for another fifty years or something like that's that." That's because they, uh, Trump took them to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so. my conspiracy. The election was stolen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be the sound bite from this episode. Uh, for anyone listening, um, that's that's all you need to remember. That uh, yeah, don't worry about the song Fourth of July. Just remember uh, that the Mac Brothers said the election was stolen, and that yeah. uh, Trump has the JFK documents, and uh, <laughs> that's all you need to know. <laughs> Dude, I love, I love. Are you are you a fan of uh, Andrew Callahan, Channel Five by any chance? Me, and I, I don't. I've never heard that name. I yeah, don't think. I, you need you need to get involved in some uh, Andrew Callahan. His YouTube channel is called Channel Five, nice. and he just interviews. He, he like he'll go anywhere. He went to the wedding. He went to he went to go to the like complex like sneaker convention, but it turned out that there was a wedding convention on the floor above it. So he yeah. decided to go to the wedding convention. And like he gets the cra- he gets the craziest people. But then he'll go to like Ukraine at the beginning of the war and do like serious journalism. Like the guy's oh, the man. That's awesome. But all, all the all the crazy all the crazy talk reminded me of him. So you should yeah. check him out. And yeah. for anyone else listening, yeah, then right after you're done checking him out, you should check out our most recent <laughs> song at the time of the recording, Fourth of July. But we'll have we have other songs that are gonna be out too, so check those out. Yeah, well um, we should actually talk about that here for a second. Um what are because ideally the the new songs will be what i'll put on this episode and uh ideally this will be released either the day of them being released on friday of this week or tuesday of next week i'll see what i can do but um what are the songs called and what are they about or if you don't want to talk about that then maybe a funny story about recording them or something like that um there goes my baby and Fourth of July, uh, or <laughs> now, there goes my baby, and just a summer away. Uh, All right. And uh, it's a double A side um, this time because we felt very strongly about both the songs. We think they're both really good. Nice. Um, I want John. I want to start talking about "There Goes My Baby" and how it's a dedication to fall. And uh, can you give a little insight into your love for the season of fall? Uh, well, I'm a big pumpkin spice guy. Hell yeah. I mean, the gold chain and the uh, wife beaters aside, I'm actually like a, <laughs> a very petite person who loves crunching leaves and drinking pumpkin spice anything. Uh, I actually have a tracksuit uh, that matches my favorite pumpkin beer. Oh, hell yeah. So, um, I always loved it. Uh, and it's basically just some of the, so, I mean, look on face value, of course, it's about fall, uh, and the season and, and, but like, there's obviously some deep 
deep cuts in there that are more personal yeah. um, that just kind of match the uh, like the I guess it's not is it a double entendre if it means two the double meaning you could say yeah there's a couple a couple double meanings in there um, but it's really uh, funny story when I wrote it. Uh, I was listening to Dr. Hook's uh, When You're in Love with a Beautiful Woman, uh, which is like this weird 70s, like, disco. Such a great song. Um, and, and it sounds nothing like it. But, like, that was, like, the initial inspiration. And then me and Matthew kind of just took it to a whole different level on a whole different So, scene, So he played... You played the whole. He played the whole song for me on acoustic guitar. That's kind of back at that point. That's kind of how he he would have a song and he'd play it for me on acoustic guitar, and then I would come up with. I have a lot of ideas for it. That's kind of how we wrote the songs. Because yeah. this is probably about what like five or six years ago, maybe John. Yeah. And um, uh, he played it for me, and I was like, John, that sounds like his very stadium vibe to me. Like that song feels like a stadium song. Like it's like the first thing I said. So it took like five or six years, but I finally feel like the final version of the song that's coming out um, is that vision I had in my head like six years ago. Nice. So I'm like really, really excited about it. We, we have a lot of, I would say on both songs, we, we have a lot of instruments that we haven't used before. Yeah. Like like uh, organ, like certain organs and flutes and like different layering and like post-production and stuff that like as we've progressed i guess on the mixing side of things and on the engineering side of things that we've been able to throw in there so i'm excited from that end of it too nice yeah it's cool um who does what in the band by the way and are there more band members or is it just are you guys a duo so we so yeah it's just the two of us we're a duo we're like cool. the black keys if yeah um we were more talented <laughs> I think we're more like I. I would actually say I like as far as what there. we do, as far as what we do, I'd say we're probably more like Hall Notes as a duo. But, we do everything. We do it. We we both do everything. I think yeah. there's the only thing between the two of us that we don't like. You know, on there goes my baby. I play a lot of the instruments, but then on if you go back to like. Um, or you listen to some of our songs that are going to come out. John plays like every single instrument Matthew, on you, all the songs. If you go to Just a Summer Away, just a, yeah, Just a Summer Away is a great example. I play all the keys. I play uh, keys, rhythm guitar. It, that's like a perfect that. example of like us playing, us doing everything. Matthew plays the drums. So um, the only thing we both, the only thing that we neither of us, like I play drums and he doesn't. That's the only instrument that we don't cross over on. Um, but John sings most of the songs because he writes the lyrics to all of them. So he predominantly does all the lyrics, and I predominantly do all the drums. Nice. So that's one thing we differ on, and then everything else we kind of fill the gaps in between. So like if he has a guitar line, then he just records it, then it's just whatever. Like we're kind of we kind of have that kind of musical synergy in a way. Yeah. No, it's great, man. It's great to you know have that as uh, brothers too. You know, like my younger, one of my younger brothers uh, would play drums and we jammed together and it was, it was cool having that like connection at the time. Mm. It's so natural. Yeah. And you probably know that too. It's just, it's just, it's just really easy. It's a different vibe, man. Even like playing music with um like an old friend who isn't, I would say like 
I don't know. You can think of it as like they're your friend first, or it's like a mu- music thing first. I don't know if that makes sense, but sometimes yeah. it's like when you're we have really, a lot of experience with that. Yeah, it's like when it's music first, then you know you kind of have a different relationship than when it's like we're friends first. And I think ideally you always want it to be your your friends first, but it just doesn't always shake out that way. So um, being brothers, yeah. obviously, I mean we've. Even better, I guess. We've dealt with it from from both sides of the coin. We've had people that we've been friends like when we were the nineteen forties. We've had uh, band members that we were friends with first, and then were in the band, and then we've had it the other way where we, we met them because they were musicians, and right. then they were in the band, and we became friends after. Um, you know, I think for both of our personality types, it just made more sense for us to be a duo. We're very, um, we're both, we're both. I would say songwriters at heart. We're both creators at heart and we have a very specific vision so sometimes it's kind of hard to juggle that with you know other people's personalities and what others might want to create and do if it's not what you know if we don't have the the same style that we do it's better for them to be able to do what they're passionate about and for us to do what we're passionate about yeah yeah but it took a long time to get to that point to be able to be mature enough to know that yeah for sure uh, one of my favorite bands still going, like living rock bands, is uh, Scottish. They're called Biffy Clyro, and uh, oh, I know those guys. Yeah, I feel like it's it's like sort of wholesome and kind of funny at the same time. How like essentially it's twins who are you know brothers, and then they have uh, one extra guy who's like they're almost like pseudo twin with them, mm-hmm. who's not like related at all. But I guess he just like gels with them in a way to form like some kind of you know trio that works and uh it's fascinating especially to listen to their music or hear them live because i feel like they're just so so connected like that way i don't know it's cool they made yeah it. all right so um uh one thing one one thing i thought of um when we were talking about both of the songs uh, we didn't touch on just a summer away and um I want to talk for a second. Um, John, unless you sound like you had another thing you wanted to say. Uh, no, 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 God. It's more important. So, um, just a summer away, that was, um, I got a, I got a MacBook in like, for Christmas in 2013. And, um, the first, that was the second thing I made on it. Was the guitar rift. The guitar rift to just a summer away. It was from like, December 28th, like 2013. And it was called yes. Surf's Up for a long time. It was called Surf's Up for like four years. And then um, I showed John the chords, and I was like, I think we should work on this. And I think, I think I told him it was an accident, but I purposely put all these random demos on his phone at, at, at one point. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. But it was really to be like, John, listen to my fucking demos. And then he wrote Just a Summer Away around that riff, and he, he changed the whole feel of the song. And then it nice. went through so many different transformations to get to uh, this point. Because that's yeah. a song I'm like really passionate. I'm really passionate about just the summer away. I think too that there's a there's a vocal part that I really couldn't hit at the end for like it took me. It was kind of difficult for me to hit it, and it's now I trained. I guess I trained myself. I don't know, but I can hit it now. And, but cool. before, I mean, I take after take after take after take, and I couldn't get it. And then the next day, 
I just fucking nailed it. And I and then I was like, I'm not doing any other takes for this. I don't care how. <laughs> I think Matthew, what was it? Fifty six takes I had vocals. I'm crazy. Like fifty six. My computer. Takes. I have it on my computer. I could probably literally look it up right now. Well, we'll go with fifty six. Just for the time's sake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, sometimes it takes a while. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you guys have any upcoming shows to uh, promote it with? No. Uh, right now we don't, but we are we are uh, actually finally, finally starting to book shows as far as um, we're starting. So we used to have this thing where it had a, this like, list of upcoming shows and that kind of dried up. So we're finally starting to re- reach out and see what shows are open in a few months and try and actually book ahead the way you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is cool, obviously, meeting you guys because it's one more, you know, friend that I can make up there because um, I think we're playing uh, November 4th and um, I was able to get bees on the bill, uh, obviously, with us. And I was trying to get Scoopski. I think he, like, had something to do or something. But, like, in general... I'm trying to put uh, bills together up in Philly because I don't know. I just love coming up there, and uh, yeah, in the future it'd be great to uh, try to figure one out. Either if you guys can put it together, or um, I've kind of become uh, friends a little bit with Bad Habits booking up there. So uh, Kevin's kind of hooking this next show up, and then obviously doing stuff down here in Baltimore too. Um, you ever interested i would love i would love to play down in baltimore yeah we definitely return favors and we like favors being returned so yeah (laughs) that was the most that yeah john we like (laughs) returning favors whenever we can that sounds we definitely return favors yeah it sounded a little (laughs) a little mobster there that's the the year to see how philly coming out by the end of the podcast you'll be full it'll be a full-time podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry we'll you ain't going you. nowhere <laughs> did you guys actually watch um there's a hockey documentary on the trashers yes you, you watched the hell yeah you saw that yeah, yeah. a hockey documentary Matthew, this, this. <laughs> it's a minor league hockey team but yeah i mean you might be able to <laughs> say it better than i can <laughs> Matthew, this mob guy buys a hockey uh, minor league hockey team for his son and the son, because the son's it's a documentary with hockey, yeah. And the son's like a little like a fake mobster, but he's like, he, you know, so like literally the mob is running this minor league hockey team, and then like shenanigans <laughs> ensue. <Yeah. laughs> I gotta watch that. It's, it's so yeah, fucking it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It's a real. It's a documentary. It's not like a show. Yeah, they just hire people like players to beat up the other teams. Like, yes. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That was the whole thing. <laughs> it's like the old flyers, basically. But yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the thing. The kid's obsessed with uh, like like Schultz and and um, uh, like all those guys. Bobby Clark is his favorite player, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. He tried when to build men... his. He tried to build his team like the Broad Street Bullies or whatever. Yeah, none of them could skate. <laughs> yeah. They're just going out, fucking like breaking people's jaws. Oh, yeah. I gotta check this out. It's very funny. It. Oh, it's man. wild it's... though. It's wild. Yeah, he... I definitely have to watch that. It's like <laughs> a great time. Oh, <laughs> what a fucking crazy name! 
I thought you were going to say, did you watch? Did you watch the? Um, did you guys watch The Sopranos or something? But that was so much better. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I've seen The Sopranos. But... Yeah. But yeah. Um, obviously, it's been good talking to you guys, and hopefully, we can actually uh, cross paths here. Yeah, definitely. At some oh, point. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think ideally, yeah. Besides putting bills together. And just randomly, um, ideally, we'll be doing a couple events next summer for the podcast um, down here. Cool. And then hopefully doing one uh, in Pennsylvania again as well. This is all 2023, but you know, you yeah. got my number now or whatever. We're, and... we're um starting to have guests on our podcast too. Um, oh, you guys have a podcast. Want to come on, but... yeah, we have our oh, podcast. The, we forgot the, plug the Mac it. Brothers podcast. The Mac Brothers podcast. I, I wasn't even saying it to plug it. I wasn't even saying it. I was just saying, like, you could you could come on ours, too, if you want to. Just, we just bullshit the same way, oh, yeah. you're, you know, same very similar vibe to your podcast. Just we, we, yeah. we hang out. We have a good time. We talk about whatever we feel like. Now, is it – are you – so I would assume you, uh, you have a day job or, like, a job yeah. that's not music. Is that why you're called part-time rock star? Yeah. I'm a paramedic, so, yeah. That's why I really? Oh, that's that's yeah. lit. Yeah. So I don't know. Over the past, I have few a buddy years, that's an army medic. Yeah. Medic, being a medic is fucking crazy. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll uh, you'll see some shit for sure. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, it it kind of started because I wrote like a joke song almost for my band, and um, I just. They called it part. We were sitting on the beach one day before like a gig, and I was like, "Guys, we're we're all fucking part-time rock stars here." Because one guy in the band was like a lawyer, and one guy's like an English teacher, and I don't know. That's that was the idea behind it. Just like fuck it, I need to start a podcast. Just have it's a dude. It's an actually. It's one of the best podcast like local podcast names. Like it's very recognizable. Yeah, like it definitely has track. Like the name itself definitely has traction. Yeah, I was surprised it wasn't taken. Honestly, when I started, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, like when when John when John told me like, oh, we're gonna be on the the part time rock star pod. John John's a lot more in tune to podcasts than I am. Yeah. So I, I didn't I wasn't exposed to your podcast yet, and I I was like, oh shit! Like what is like what podcast is that? Like I was like, holy yeah. shit! Like is this like a like, does this dude have like a um, like a Patreon for his podcast and shit? Like he like he probably, you know what I mean? Like just by the name alone. Yeah, no, I mean I did start one. I think at one point, the main thing that I'm working on now is the freaking web store, man. Because I got all these like T-shirts and like sweatshirts and stickers and merch, and I just still haven't launched a web store. I usually just like it's more like word of mouth right now, where if people want something, I'll mail it to them. But, um, which obviously you guys can let me know yeah. but if, if you've been on the show, then I try to make it at least the price it costs me or free or whatever I can afford at the time. So, um, but yeah, that, that's the main thing. I gotta we pay, we pay full price. We support, we expect <laughs> people to pay full price for us. We pay full price for other people. That's cool, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh. I don't know. I mean, just speculating now. If I'm up there in November, and you guys happen to be around, can maybe swing through and do the podcast in person. So that would be awesome. That would be great. Um, that would be fun. 
my uh, personal podcast setup is actually very mobile. I don't know what your guys is like, but I got a buttload of mics off my laptop, so that's just usually how we're I do still it. fleshing ours out. We're still fleshing ours out. So um, for, for us, our our like we have a okay. So we need to get a bigger um, we need to get a bigger soundboard, um, and we need to get more mics, and we want to get boom arms and stuff too, and, and get a uh, like a random camera just yeah. to film vi- like whatever video, like B roll video for the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely. clips and shit. Yeah, but we're I mean, still rocking. We just we just still have two microphones to go through a mixer. Um, yeah. I don't even have a mixer, man. I just have these little guys. They're like, um, oh, that's cool. I call them like my grenade mics because they like unfold or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I just take them everywhere. So if we happen to be playing a show with other bands, I can just pop them out. Like we're good to go. So. That's, that's a, so fucking that's cool. Such a cool that's such idea. a great idea. You actually, I swear to God, just inspired me to, to do that as well. Like, yeah, to like, why not? Have a podcast. I don't know if we should do it before or after because I, I do like to partake in some beverages after. I mean, it, it can work for you and it can work against you. I've seen that's it <laughs> both ways. Um, I almost, Matthew, remember that one time? And this is, I, I'm not trying to sound like it. This just popped in my head. Remember the one time I threatened to put the guy in his own trunk? It sounds like a very mob <laughs> <Yeah>. move. <laughs> yeah. Remember I threatened to put the guy in his trunk? <laughs> he said something like, he said something like, uh, and I was drinking, that's why I'm saying it. Like, it was after a show. Yeah. And he said something like, uh, he was packing his amp up or whatever, and he was like, oh, that's a nice guitar, I have a, a Les Paul. And then I was like, uh, oh, thank you. And he was like, uh, oh, you don't forget it. I might take it. Eh, like joking. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I'll put you in your trunk. Yeah. Like, don't. <laughs> I was standing yeah. next to him and I was like, oh, you really just told that guy he's going to put him in his trunk. <laughs> All right. I guess this is what we're going yeah. with. I guess this is what the path we so, have yeah. to walk down now. It's, it's the brotherly love coming out for sure. <laughs> yeah. They, they, were, they were they were a New York band, too, to, to tie it yeah. all together. Oh, God, you guys are going to start a mob war between it, bands. It, very very pretentious. Really at least been shoved in a <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much all I got. We can probably wrap it up. <laughs> on, uh, hey, on thanks that. for having us on, man. We, 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 this was a lot of fun, and I would love for you to have you on the Macrums podcast also. Yeah, man, I, I think uh, ideally, probably just freaking make it uh, happen in person. It'd be great. Yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. I'll uh, I'll send you the, guys the, those details, and then um, the details on when I'm releasing this. If I can get it out for by Friday for you, I will. If not, next week, no problem. So, yeah. uh, just send we'll me those with it either uh, way. MP3s, and then uh, if you have any decent pictures of yourself, you know. No uh, OnlyFans photos, but just, you know, like halfway decent band photos. And then uh, that works. John, don't send them the foot pics. Yeah, I don't need, hey, I don't you need can those. Get a, you can get a whiff right here. <laughs> you got to take your socks off Yuck. for it to be a foot pic. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you didn't pay me. Fair enough. <laughs> well, hey, man, thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it. All right, man. Yeah, it was fun. All, All right, hope, man. Have a good night, guys. Double B. Have a good night. 
So, yeah, I want to thank Matt and John for coming on the show, and thank you for listening if you made it this far. The song that you're hearing in the background is called Just a Summer Away. Nothing you can say that hasn't been said Any other day, any other day, I'd come back But it's too Just a summer away yeah.